0: All right, guys. The Babadook. Mm -hmm. Don't let it in. Right. What is scarier than the Babadook that you definitely would not let in
1: if it were at your door? James, go. I'm going to have to go with GOP presidential
2: candidate Donald Trump. Very good. Don't let him in at all. And uh, the only thing I think that could be scared than the Babadook would be a Bieber dork because I hate believers. They won't shut up. And he's really just not talented at all. So I can't I can't stand them. The Bieber dork. The Bieber dorks. The Babadook's very talented. May I give you
0: both two points for those answers? They were they were level with one another. So neither of you comes out the victor. But I come out moderately entertained. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of From Under a Rock, the podcast dedicated to taking you out from under the proverbial rock on movies you should have seen by now. I am a host, Michael Ornellis.
1: I am a host, Steven Zarita. And I'm a returning guest now, James McAnally, Uh, a.k.a. McDoodles. McDoodles is back. What's going on, guys? We've been so much better without you.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So I've much heard. better, James begged yeah. and pleaded to get back on, and we like, were like, "Honestly, Why our would ratings we go have gone back up? to that?" Yeah,
0: but that's not true, actually, James. You you never really left. You just you followed after Ryan after his <sighs> yeah
1: distress. How's of, he doing? Uh,
0: Remembering what? the '90s,
1: he's uh, you know, he's he's getting through a lot of it. I think he just got to. uh You guys remember the show Dragonflies? Oh yeah, yeah, no. that one. It was basically like Sky Dancers, but yeah, you the pull guy the and the they had the toys too, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah.
2: He's also in the era of Beetleborg, so oh, if that's another. Oh, no, okay. Which season? Yeah. Is it Big Bad Beetleborg's or Beetleborg's Metallics? I, be, I believe it's Big Bad Beetleborg's. Okay, all right, he's in for a good time. Yeah.
1: Uh, so he's, he's, he's catching, catching up on he's the entire 90s. Up, he's catching up on all the 90s uh, cartoons, like Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. Uh, I've been teaching him how to skateboard. I know that wasn't exclusively a 90s thing, but it definitely kind of reached a peak, I think. Uh, sometime around the 90s, when the Tony Hawk shit was going on. have you watched he, Bobby's World yet? Do you guys remember that show? Yeah, I remember Bobby's World. I yeah. haven't that. I still love that show. Was that the one with the, uh, he had a little, like, like big Trike? wheel thing yeah. that he yeah. was riding around? Right? Yeah, I remember yeah.
0: that. I just Googled it. It is very 19, it came out in 1990, so yeah. it, it would have been one of his starting points. Program, we
2: may have moved past that. Program creator, Howie Mandel. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm just really excited for Ryan to get like I remember the twist of when the white Beetleborg showed up and also when the blue Beetleborg gets the mega blue power up. That's a pretty oh good God. one. Yeah. But he's gotta <laughs> watch out. It's not it's not uh, powerful enough to stop Nucus. That's season two.
0: Has he seen American Beauty? Um I don't
2: think so. Is that the I'll one to with the, that to the, the, list. the chick and the rose petals? Yes, yeah. Okay. That, is
0: that. that was nineteen ninety nine. Wait, have you not seen it? Nope. Really? Nope. Yep. That's a good movie. So I hear. Beep, beep, beep,
1: beep, 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 beep. Okay. All uh, right. Well, yeah, but to answer your question, Stephen, he's doing really well, and uh, I think he's digesting. So we'll uh, we'll just have to give him some time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: But I thought I'd just come back and say hi and give uh, us an update. I heard that uh, I heard that you guys are watching the Baba Duke this Baba Duke this yeah. week, and I uh, I've been wanting to watch that for quite some time. In fact, I was saving it for uh, for one of our sessions. I'm glad you were saving it for me. I I always save it for you.
2: I know
0: the good stuff. I know, yeah, just a mouthful of jazz. So the Baba Duke,
2: <laughs> the chemistry in this room is so palpable. <laughs> so, I I dug this movie. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It was very cool. Yeah, I uh, despite Ratings? it being no.
1: Australian, um, <laughs> I thought it was really uh, really well shot. I, I liked a lot of the angles. Um, There's a lot of claustrophobic angles uh too um definitely kind of made you feel like you weren't seeing the full oh
2: for picture sure. like there was so much oh, shit hidden. the yeah. the Duke is right behind him. Uh Michael, before we get too deep in analysis, can you give us a rundown of the movie? That's also hard
0: to do without going into analysis. Uh but essentially the Baba Duke is uh about a widowed uh mother of one who uh hates her life. Yeah. Who uh is visited by a uh, creature named the Babadook that drives her to uh, almost kill her son. Mm-hmm.
1: I think she was on that path well <laughs> before the uh, Babadook yeah. even came in. That kid was a nightmare.
2: Ugh. The worst. Well, well, at least for the well, first part of the movie. Yeah, you, you, I kind of grew to like him.
0: <laughs> well, so later things are. It's an interesting movie in that like every portrayal of the characterizations of the mom and the kid and like uh, when they, when it turns in terms of like uh, who you like as an audience, Mm -hmm. uh, it's very calculated. Like the, the beginning of the movie is definitely from uh, the mom's perspective. You feel really sorry for the mom. You You feel feel bad for her. You don't like the kid and that's all through the mom's eyes. You're, you're just seeing this obnoxious kid and you're, you're led to feel a certain way about him and he is, uh, behaviorally, uh, unruly. And, uh, at some point you're just kind of like, God, shut this kid up. And then you're like, Oh, that must be what she's thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice job filmmaker. (laughs) And then, uh, once the Babadook comes into the equation, we, we kind of start seeing the mom for how she really is. And that, uh, endears you to the kid a little bit because you see what he has to grow up with yeah. and there's uh, several theories as to what is actually going on in this movie so before yeah. I go into I have answering questions yeah. for you guys I want to hear what you guys made of the film because it is uh, on the surface it is kind of a horror movie but mm-hmm. once you know what it's about it is much more of a
2: psychological thriller and oh, yeah. a
0: statement of uh, a couple specific things
2: yeah, I'll go first. We kind of had something like this with signs last week. We're on the future. It's about an alien invasion, but then it's like, no, it's it's got this other layer to it. On the surface, yeah, this is a, a scary creature movie where this this you know shrouded black shadowy guy in a top hat and long fingers or claws is trying to break into the house. But really, Oh, I thought you said lung fingers lung for fingers, a second. You know, he <laughs> like, breathes that, that through his hands. <laughs> that would be terrifying. That would be
0: terrible for smokers. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyways, the uh, it, it, I came away thinking this is a movie about an uh, a combination of things, part abusive parent child relationship, part uh, the parent, the mom just going psychotic and you going through that journey with her as she starts to just see things and question her. She can't even control her own behavior. And you see the motivation, like everything seemed really motivated to where if, if I was just an outsider looking at this, I would totally think this mom is just at the end of her wit. She has nothing Mm -hmm. left and she's going crazy. This kid's worn her out. And I wouldn't be surprised if on the news I saw that this mom just went crazy, snapped and killed her kid because, you know, she'd been just driven to the edge. Which uh, which she sees on the news. On the news, in yeah. In the movie. Yeah.
0: She see, she's hallucinating and sees a news report of...
2: Uh, a mom stabbed her son with a knife after killing the family dog. And then she sees, I think, uh, herself... On the
0: anniversary of her husband's right. death, which is also
2: the kid's oh, yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: so it was very specifically her and kind of like... Almost fantasizing it. Yeah, mm. and there was
2: also definitely a lot of that just kind of abusive relationship thing because in a lot of abusive relationships, you do something horrible and then, oh, no, I'm so sorry, I'll be better. And then you do something horrible again. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'll be better. Uh, whether you mean to do it or not, it was very cyclical in that. And the mom says that to her son so many times. Like, oh, what did I do? Sure. Mm.
1: James? Um, I mean, watching this movie for the first time, you, you mentioned that like you had seen it a couple of times, actually, I think this is my
0: fourth time now.
1: Um, fourth. so a f- uh, fourth yes like exactly fourth time. um so having seen this uh the first time around it's it's a very literal sort of uh interpretation that i have um but i definitely felt that um you know at some time at some points it, it you feel like you're almost being tricked in the same way that the mom is being tricked in her own mind mm-hmm. to you know think a certain way or to act a certain way um And you definitely see that, you know, strip away the supernatural element from this and you've got, uh, the makings of, uh, of a psychotic, Mm -hmm. um, and part of that, obviously being her being worn out by the kid, uh, having lost her husband because of the kid in her eyes, even if she wouldn't admit it, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's the way she sees it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it all culminates in in essentially just a sort of neurosis. Um, Fancy but, word. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, the wordsmith back in action. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I I'm interested to see uh, to hear the theories that you may have read about this, Michael. Yeah, so I've I've
0: <coughs> read a lot of different theories about it, and you know theories are just theories, but mm-hmm. there's there's a couple that I've seen. Uh, multiple times, and there's a couple that I kind of latch onto in terms of what I believe. Uh, not even what I believe; I feel that at this point are evident when you go back and watch the movie with a certain uh, filter on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, every like there were even like just small throwaway lines that meant more than a lot of the rest of the movie to me. Just because I had this uh, this frame of viewing on, uh, and, it, and it made it s- such an excellent movie, m- even even better than I remember it. And I know my second and third viewing, like I definitely read things, and I really appreciated it. But uh, this time, it just kind of drove things home that to me, this is an all time horror classic. Hmm. And I won't tell you the rating of okay. it from Rotten Tomatoes, but Rotten Tomatoes put together a list of the seventy five highest rated uh or well received or best horror movies of all time
2: mm-hmm.
0: this was number uh, i want to say it was number fourteen wow
2: wow,
0: yeah, so it is it's very well regarded um it is uh, there's just there's a lot to it um and and i it took four times seeing it, but this is the time where it really sank in that this is one of the greatest movies i've ever seen so the interpretation is that uh, the Babadook is an embodiment of the grief of loss. Okay, um, and there's so much that uh, you can see how that causes her to act the way she does. Because first of all, don't let it in. Um, you know, she she is living in denial of this grief to the point mm-hmm. that anytime anyone brings up her husband, she changes the topic or she says, "Don't say his name mm-hmm. around me." Uh, and, and it's constant and, uh, her loathing of her kid, uh, isn't because she blames him for the husband's death, but because he's a constant reminder, reminder. Mm. you know, here you are asking for a celebration on the day that, that your dad died, Mm -hmm. uh, which is why he's never had a birthday on the day, a birthday party on the day of his birthday. Um, but I mean, there's so many different things throughout the movie that just frame her being in denial of the Babadook, you know, saying it's not real. Um, the, uh, there was a scene where the Babadook was—I uh, don't want to say it wasn't chasing her, but it was like stalking her in her room. And are
2: you talking about the scene you told me to I make, note, to of? make yeah, note of? Yeah, she's uh, she's crawling away
0: from. She, she's crawling away from it, literally with her like back her, to it and refusing to look at
2: it. Oh, okay.
0: Um, and, and
2: uh, so many times she tells herself it's not real uh well isn't there a line in the the first time she reads the babadook story where when you look at it it's there something like that
1: it's like if it's in a word if it's in a look i think you can't get rid of it
2: it like
0: it's always going to be there you you can't get rid of it it's gonna consume you if you let it Mm
2: -hmm. and when Um, she
0: shuts it out it becomes stronger right you can't you can't and like think of that as grief like yeah i i've on much smaller scales, I've been through breakups where, like, I was in denial for a long time. or n- Not denial. I mean, obviously, I knew it happened. But, like, you know, I, I wasn't letting it get to me, and then eventually it just does. Mm-hmm. And you- when you feel loss over something, you you have to let yourself feel that.
2: A lot of the movie takes place at night because that's when the Baba Duke comes to get you. Mm-hmm. He's coming in and he's like, "Hey. No, it takes a lot, it takes place at night and just bouncing off what you said with like breakups and stuff. Like I have a couple similar grief and also like when you lose loved ones, it's always at night when your mind is wandering, right. when you can't escape mm-hmm. that. During the day when, you're doing things, when, when you can't, you can't sleep. sleep. Exactly. Which is very literally what is happening to yeah. her. Hmm. It's a very similar feeling the horror that they have to like you know i've spent like a couple nights where i just i can't sleep and i pace around
1: yeah mm-hmm. and she's
2: doing that in her house a lot
1: um you were one scene in particular um you were saying with a certain filter has a completely different meaning uh, when she goes down to the basement and mm-hmm. she sees her dead husband uh or a hallucination of her dead husband um you said there was like another significance to that. Could you elaborate on that? I, for,
0: I forget. Oh, well, the fact that she keeps all of her husband's stuff in locked the basement up? locked away is very symbolic mm. of, I don't want to acknowledge this exists. Mm. Uh, the one time in the movie she does actually get some sleep is when you see her come up from the basement with a violin, yeah. um, which is presumably the husband's and her yeah. uh, for a short while kind of embracing mm-hmm. um, the reality of his existence and mm. and and letting it be. Um, and she sleeps peacefully and then the kid wakes her up. Um, there's one more uh, thing going on in this movie that uh, it's just a theory, but I think there's enough evidence to support that it's uh, intentionally implied. Uh-huh. And that is that she is uh, using some pretty hardcore drugs. Uh, I've seen meth being the one that is most talked about but like there's a scene where there's a close-up you see her eyes dilate you see all her twitchiness Mm -hmm. uh her toothache to the point that she pulls out a tooth
2: Mm. Um, interesting
0: seeing bugs and feeling itchy is is one thing associated with meth use uh to the point that she like picking out all your wallpaper because you hallucinated a hole and thought of the bugs that is a thing that someone on hardcore hallucinogenic drug would do yeah um that's interesting i hadn't thought of that and then uh, when she's tied up at the end, she's going through withdrawals. She pukes blood, mm-hmm. which is is that, yeah, which is a withdrawal symptom.
1: Well, there's a there's also now making that you mentioned making your kid it. take
0: a bath with your clothes on and just yeah. sitting there like
1: textbook uh,
2: textbook heroin
1: textbook, yes. textbook heroin guys. No, I uh, now that you mention it, there was one scene in particular that I thought that seems like something a drug addict would do, uh, where she's talking to the doctor. Uh and he's oh, pleading, like he's kinda like yeah. giving her like a look and is like, Okay, well, uh you want sleeping pills and she's like, Yeah, I do and when he finally like kind of mulls it over and writes down the prescription, you can see a sort of relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like it's supposed to be the relief of like, Oh my god, finally I'm gonna get a night's sleep. Mm-hmm. But it's like it also it's kinda looked, looked much. like it also looked like fix, a little maybe. ecstasy out of it, you know. Um heh, ecstasy. Yeah. 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 Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so like now that that you mentioned that, that's uh, that's really interesting, and I could see that definitely also uh, adding to her her sort of mental breakdown. Yeah,
0: like she she's constantly like she's you like know, either love me. Yeah, oh I'm gonna bring yeah. you ice cream, but I'm also gonna like uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna talk about like or I mean I will, but like in terms of the drug thing, I I, I don't think her like hallucinating him death and standing over him with a knife is like a. Uh, a mess thing i think but like the the highs and lows of like bringing him ice cream and then screaming at him the next second for Mm -hmm. uh you know whatever uh i i just feel that there's enough to support that that's part of how she's coping with this loss Mm -hmm. is denial and drug use Mm.
2: i love a lot of the when she's hallucinating a lot of the imagery that you see of the babadook because you never get a good look at him and I was sitting mm-hmm. at an angle to where there was a glare. So, like, there was a glare over the shadow where you barely see him. So, I'm, like, craning my neck. Like, where is he? Hey, you don't really see him even Yeah, with. even when you get a good angle. But there's, so, like, I think the first moment is that I noticed was in, when she goes to the police station. And the officer at the front desk, you know, leans his head down to write something in his book. And then you see just a coat and a hat hung on the wall way behind him but it looks like it's just in the shape of the Babadook and it's black. So it's shadowy. Mm -hmm. And I just remember going, Oh yeah. And then she notices it in the next cutaway. It's got fingers. It's got fingers. and She
0: notices it too. Uh, when looking into
2: her neighbor's house, her neighbor's house, she sees it in the background. And I like that it's not in the most obvious place, but it it can take you by surprise. It's like the second place. you. But here's the thing. It's just little
0: reminders of her husband. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. She can be standing there washing dishes, looking in her neighbor's house and her husband pops in her head and she sees the Babadook. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um and I mean that's that's how grief works. Yeah, it doesn't get you when you're th- like consciously thinking about them. Yeah, it just kind of well, it and like she's even
1: you. she was even doing something sort of um, she's even doing something sort of uh, menial. She was like washing dishes or yeah. something like yeah. that, and kind of like her, you could see that her <laughs> thoughts were <laughs> yeah. wandering. And then boom, there's a booberdork. You know <laughs> the booberdork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I think that. Uh, now I, I kind of want to watch it again because like there's a lot of stuff that I feel like I would see differently. Yeah, um, uh, it, it it's definitely the movie that does, and and uh,
0: so much of that is. But she actually killed the dog.
1: She yeah, did actually kill sure. the dog,
0: but that I mean, that was I think part of the being. On drugs, not yeah. not like no one's so grief stricken that they're like, ah, let's end this let's dog. Let's just fight. fucking kill this dog. But uh, I mean, and you could tell the the aggression, the irritability that she chased after the dog with, like that was yeah. that was mm-hmm. a drug snap decision. Um, <laughs>
1: snap. Yeah. Sure. Next snap.
2: Oh, huh. the. That's foreshadowed earlier on in the movie when the with the book, Bob, yeah, she gets the book back and she opens it up and it's now very specifically about yeah. her which, killing her family, which I thought was both terrifying and that, really well. I done. And that was like and an incredibly th- amazing, like such a good, pop-up book. such a good yeah. pop up book. I was like, <laughs> this, this is got fucking like a terrifying little for the blood to come Wh- out of the
0: neck. Which, by the way, that was all in her head. Yeah, she. Uh, so I don't know if you caught it uh when she was at uh the police station? No, the birthday party for the her, her sister's her daughter. nephew or yeah, niece. Her niece uh niece she says something like they ask like what she does, and she says what she does. I work at a hospital, all this. And she says I've also gotten into I write a little bit, I made a children's book. Yeah. She's the one who ah. wrote the Baba Um and, and at the police station you see all the charcoal on our hands. Yeah. Oh. From her making the book.
2: I thought, and and okay. so when oh. she read the book to her
0: son, it didn't have the going crazy and killing her family part. And then it shows up at her door, in quotes. She thinks of it again and she goes back and adds to it.
2: I like that. Uh, I interpreted when her hands were all gray and charcoaly that she was just kind of becoming the Babadook because yeah. the Babadook's this I, yeah, just black I, I shadowy figure, that I way. thought it was just starting from her extremities, her hands, and going to move in and consume the rest of yeah. her. You know? So what no. you're saying, Michael, so is she, she created is
1: the Babadook? She is the Scuba Toon. She is she is the, the booberdunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, she yeah she well no she's not she isn't it she created it she she allowed this monster to be created from her grief. Mm. She created it by not acknowledging it. And even when she has the book, this thing she created, she says it's not real.
2: So what exactly is happening in that scene where she's crawling away from the Duke and it climbs down the chimney and just like goes into her through her back? Is that just the snapping point? Is that when everything the, it goes over the tipping point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when the beeper donk takes like complete
1: control. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, when, that's when she can't deny it anymore. Got it. Uh,
0: And, like, there's also, there's a lot of scenes where, uh, because of the highs and lows of her character, you see the the darkness of her character when she is actively uh, snapping at her son or killing Mm. the dog. But you also see a lot of the things that she's in a sound frame of mind or in a sweet place, but evil things are still happening. Those are still at her hands, I believe. Like, her son uh, kind of freaking out in the backseat of the car uh, my interpretation of that is she's kind of watching herself choke him, mm. and this is her perspective because she, she snaps she, out of she, it She's not and, gonna cope. Yeah. She's not gonna like imagine herself choking him, but she sees him being choked and she's horrified because she's of this. these two frames of mind that she doesn't really have control of one or the other, just kind of keeps swaying. Mm -hmm. And then like when her son gets dragged up the stairs at the end, she's kind of come through, uh, come to, and she's trying to fight it off, which is what that ending scene is all about. She's trying to fight it off, but she's not powerful enough. And so she drags her son up to the bedroom and, and and all this stuff. It's kind
2: of like an out of body experience. And I thought that a couple times in the movie, there's a really cool shot where she'll float down into Mm -hmm. her bed Uh, Mm -hmm. The movie starts off that way after she dreams about her husband's death and then she floats into the bed and wakes up. And then it happens later on at some point. Mm -hmm. She floats down into the bed. And I I thought while watching that, like, that's like the reverse of an out of body experience. When that happens, people say you're able to just kind of rise up from your sleeping body Mm -hmm. and you look down and you see yourself from a different angle. So that kind of supports the whole she's dragging her son up but mm-hmm. also somehow watching it. But then just a question. I, I, I wouldn't call this like a fault with the movie at all, just because I like these deep interpretations and layers. But then what about all the scenes where her son is seeing the Duke? Because her son is seeing his Well, I'm talking mom. about like earlier in the movie, like yeah. in the car that works. But what about like just earlier in the movie when he's afraid of the Duke? and nothing's really started happening yet is that just the ki- a kid being a kid afraid of monsters in the dark or no that that's a kid being uh afraid of his mom afraid of his mom okay uh
0: like any time the babadook is brought up it's the it's the embodiment of grief okay uh and it's just there's kind of a flipping point uh after act 1 where we see it uh from the mom's perspective but yeah. it's like it's one of those things where like The first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. Yeah. Mm. She hasn't admitted she has a problem yet because she doesn't see it. Mm. Only her son sees the problem. So that's kind of what that means to me. Her son is seeing her being a certain way because she is very, like, uh, aggressive in terms of, like, I mean, he made a homemade catapult and a homemade, like, dart shooter, which are dangerous things. But, like, uh, she does kind of overreact in other ways in terms of like just mm-hmm. how she scolds him mm-hmm. doing things that just is our kids being kids, like doesn't, doesn't pay attention at all when he's Not trying making to show death her magic to yeah. Right,
1: right. My, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely get that. Like uh, she's almost too placid at the beginning. Um, like she's just so, out of it, yeah. Um, that she just looks like she doesn't have the energy to scold him, and yeah. then sometimes it just snaps.
2: Well, I totally get that. Like the scene in the park the, where that's when the
1: boober dude strikes
2: when the uh, the kid is going up, he's like climbing the swing set and he gets to the top of it. The whole time he's going, Mom, look, Mom, I'm getting higher bomb. And I've totally, like, I know, like, me and my sisters at as kids at least once pushed my mom to the point where she just stopped listening to us. Yeah. Just because, yeah. like, we, you know, we were just being too loud or something. And she's doing out. that at the park. She's just, am just going to ignore him. And Did just your mom ever my... kill your dog? No, we <laughs> never had a dog, or at least that's what she told me. She uh, would have, she would have if there was a dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just going back to the the question I had about there's like a, the scene where the kid is telling his cousin and her in her treehouse, uh-huh. oh the Baba Duke would totally kill your dad and your mom. I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to weave the interpretation into that. Just because uh, the I, mom's I, not there, Well, because
0: she read him. I've, I think it's because she read him the story. That, so okay. in, in his so mind, now
2: he it's just like kind of like the boogeyman to him. Yeah. So yeah, he thinks the Baba Duke is what's making his mom evil. Right.
0: Okay. So th- I guess to the kid, there's two versions of the Baba Duke. There's the story version the the lore Mm -hmm. the the myth of the 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 boogeyman essentially Mm -hmm. and then there's the one that he is running from and is afraid of and that's his mom uh being driven to act a certain way
2: now in all your years of research diligent research michael uh is the babadook an australian folktale at all or was it made originally for this movie i don't know the answer to that okay just because you know a lot of
0: i think it was just made for the movie
2: interesting
1: do they fear the boogeyman? I never feared the boogeyman. No, he's Fuck gross. Fuck the boogeyman. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know, uh, but I, I think it was just made for the yeah for the film.
1: Uh, what about the acting?
2: That was really. She good. did a mom. She
1: did a fantastic job.
2: Good casting too, because she just looks like a worn out, tired individual. That's just such a sweet like, thing to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure she would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I think with the right makeup and the right lighting,
0: yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, she is able to act that. I'm sure she's a gorgeous woman. In
2: oh no, yeah, no, I I get that. Like, also, she just, the kid. Yeah, the kid was great. Yeah, he was annoying when, when he, he needed, when he to, needed be annoying, to be annoying and, and he got you on his yeah. side
0: as soon as they needed you to be on his side. Yeah. When I watched this movie the first time, the first 20 minutes, I almost turned it off. I was like, this is just a movie with an annoying kid. Yeah. And then they they kind of saved it like right at the last second before. Because, I mean, it was just like I I, I had heard good things, but I, it wasn't like I had like all this anticipation to see this movie. And I'll turn off movies, but like. It, the beginning is good in the context of the whole movie, but that kid is a lot to take. Yeah. In yeah. Opinion.
1: I, uh, it's a rough. I was just like, this is scarier than what's going to happen. I think because the idea of parenthood to me <laughs> is just, yeah, no. Yeah. Every
0: once in a while, I don't know if I'd use the term rough start though. I would no. just say it's, it, it does is, take a little, appropriate. it
1: does take a little while to get going, but then you see why, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and that 's why I will say that the rewatch value on this is so great because the the kid is much less annoying once you realize everything that he has to go through and has gone through
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that kid's still not going to be okay right like when he, <laughs> he grows are. up, but he he's, was he's better he off was
0: now. strong yeah. he was yeah. a very like strong, resilient kid yeah. who loved his mom and was like he wanted to see her get better and I, I think a lot of that stems from seeing her drug use, and then there's also the uh, the theme of Munchausen syndrome in the movie where she keeps giving him pills and he claims it's making him sicker,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is uh, pervades quite a bit of the second act. You see him say he's sick when the... Was it child services or something that came yeah. by?
2: But, uh, yeah, like... Or community, community services. I think they were just concerned that the kid wasn't in school. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they thought she was abusive or anything. Yeah, but, like, but he comes and interrupts at the end and says, I think I'm
0: going to throw up, which is... A, a common side effect of Munchausen syndrome, parents making their kids sick so that um, they'll shut up or no. So that uh, the kid, the kid will look at them affectionately because they're taking oh, care of them.
2: Oh, I'm sick. Mom, come help me. Yeah.
0: Okay. And, and usually it's the parents making the kids sick and this kid realized it.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, really smart kid. I'm trying to look th- at it. Like if I look at it at the surface, you know, where the Babadook is a, a supernatural monster, it seems like the Babadook is like, infesting the kid for the beginning then infests you know possesses the mom at the end the kid can mm-hmm. think clearly but when you look at it through the layer of its a personification of grief man that is a really smart kid because yeah. Uh, yeah. he seemed to like have the foresight to even like build traps for like he knew exactly what to do when the mom started like, chasing him all, like, all right she's he's like talking to his stuffed yeah. animals he's like all right listen shit's gonna go down
0: <laughs> i mean but who's who's also to say that this isn't the this may not have been the first time this has happened to yeah. him where his mom has like chased after him mm-hmm. or gotten yeah, like yeah. aggressive, probably not to the extent that she did where like he catches She's her probably with a knife. definitely over yelled him. at him, maybe yeah. hit him too hard or something or. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that the drug use is probably a very good explanation. Obviously it's not uh, explicit in the movie, which I personally appreciate because I don't, I don't yeah. need to watch a movie where someone's doing drugs um, like on screen, it, it, I think it's much have more. Have you ever seen
1: Requiem for a Dream? I have not. <laughs> uh, that's a once-through movie for me. I watched <laughs> that done, years ago, no and I
2: was just like, I do not need to watch that again. That was. That was soul crushing. (laughs) Yeah. So what's happening? Well, let me give you my interpretation, but I would like to know what, if it's wrong, is really happening at the, the very last or maybe second to last scene where she goes down to the basement, puts the worms down "Ah," and then it's okay. And then goes back up to her kid. My interpretation is she goes down every once in a while to face. That's where all her husband's stuff is. She kind of faces it. Has a good cry. Yeah, but she feels better at the end. The worms are just it make to make she, it be like, oh, it's a the monster. monster no, it's her way. Of, but it's she's just
0: feeding her grief. OK, she's that's, allowing it to exist. To, like this movie has the exact same message as Pixar's Inside Out. You have to work have with to, sadness. Yeah. Sadness is OK. Yeah,
2: man. Great movie. I mean,
0: that's that's the ending of this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sadness
0: is OK. L- learn to embrace it when you need to. And then she came up and she was fine with her kid because she wasn't living in denial. And then that's why at the very end when uh, the community services people are there, she openly admits – we needed some time to take care of some things and then he brings up the birthday and he said my dad oh, yeah. died and she's like yep, yes yep. his husband my husband died his name was Always she's embracing his mind. it she yeah. she's open about it she's accepted it and and Where before oddly, she wouldn't I, have.
2: yeah i thought it was an odd moment but it it just kind of showed that you know they're open and honest with everything now and she was like the kids like i have, i broke my cousin's nose in two places and yeah. she's just like yep my little angel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. She doesn't quite say that, but like if right, there right. was like community services officers, I would be like, Sh- shut up. Don't leave that leave that. Right. Out. right. We just work through things and we're much better now. <laughs> leave it at that. You didn't hear that.
0: Yeah. Get the um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think it, the, the ending is perfect. Yeah, it, it's just you, you need to you need to coexist yeah. with this thing. You're you're not going to defeat it because it, it, the Babadook says, you know, once it's in, it does. It can't get rid of the Babadook. It's you cannot get rid of it. Yeah, you just live with it. Yeah. You live with it. I will say, though... And that's what everyone says about grief. You you can't
1: overcome it. Uh, I will say, though, um, probably not going to keep me up at night.
2: Same. I I figure... Does it need to? No. It's a nice interpretation, but I haven't been like... Up at night, scared from a movie the, uh, in a the while. Last I time, this the last time, the last time I
1: was I was scared, sleepless from a movie was The Conjuring when me I saw too. it in theaters. Really, that, that movie fucked me up. But that
0: movie hit me two weeks later. I slept like a baby the night after I saw really? it. Really, two weeks later, I woke up hyperventilating, thinking about the scene where like the witch is like on top yeah. of the armoire, yeah, or
2: the yeah the wardrobe. Did you see that movie? No, I haven't. Oh, seen it. Oh man, that seen good. I, I caught like the end of it on TV. I could have sworn I saw it. With that's you. that's but a good I saw, one. Wait, was The Conjuring the one? where the family moves into the house. Yeah. Oh okay then yeah. What what's the, the that director made another movie. James Wan. He yeah. did
1: Saw and he did um uh they just did he a, did insidious i
2: was thinking okay yeah i've seen the conjuring for some reason i thought y'all were describing insidious yeah yeah i saw the conjuring yeah, with yeah. you that was really good didn't good keep movie. me up at night but very it, scary in theaters
1: it was pretty yeah pretty terrifying. i think the
2: reason i'm not terrified of these movies is a lot of them take place in like big houses where it's like yeah i think it'd be around the corner yeah. or hiding and i'm like i live in an apartment it's like 10 steps from one end to the <laughs> other i also think it, i i think it's
0: interesting to watch horror that likely won't ever affect you for like what the, the instigator is Mm. like this movie would scare me if I had experienced the loss of like uh, a spouse. Um, but like the, the situation is so unique. It's very, so so specific that as a viewer, you're protected from it. So it's, it's not going to keep you up, but it's so interesting to think about.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: so, yeah, t- I I don't watch this movie for its horror merits. Yeah. I watched it the first time expecting a terrifying movie, and what I got was a movie that was that had terrifying social commentary in it. Um, you know, not to deny your grief, but you know, yeah, I'm not. Next time I go home, I'm not going to be like, oh man, I think my mom's trying to kill me.
2: Also, you're like 27, right? You're not like a helpless little kid who needs like yeah. a rope. You can just yeah, you're so- a man. <laughs>
1: You can be a man.
2: Yeah, Michael. You must be swift as a coursing (laughs) river. With all the force of a great typhoon. I think it was strength. With with all the the strength strength of a
1: raging fire. I think that's it. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon.
0: Minus two points, uh, you. So challenge... Or ratings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are there any other things you want to talk about? I mean, this movie has a lot, but I think we covered... I've, I've pretty, uh, hitting my, uh, pretty much hit everything that I can think of.
2: You shouldn't hit things. Uh,
0: I just want to end on... I really suggest you guys watch it again fairly soon while it's still in your head because it's it's definitely one of those movies that, like, it's like a new movie when you watch it with a different mindset. Right. So, anyways, let's uh, go into...
1: I, I was looking at these little tassels.
2: You've times. been messing with those tassels this entire. I've podcast. been, I've been,
1: I've been organizing. And there's a blanket on the uh, on the table that I've been organizing the tassels. <gasps>
2: ratings, or, ratings. Or ratings, ratings, ratings,
0: <laughs> ratings, <laughs> ratings. Michael, you wanna yeah, go it. first on this? Uh, I think this is a this is a masterpiece. Uh, I don't know if. It's a horror masterpiece, but it is a masterpiece of a movie. There is so much there. There is so much uh, intentionally left out but heavily implied. Uh, And uh, it it has a lot of rewatch value to me. I think the message is powerful. I think the performances are just as good. So I have to give it an A+. Uh, I'll
1: go next. I... um maybe upon a different uh, another watching i uh i might feel more strongly but for right now i've got to go with this one i still really enjoyed it i thought it was really good um but uh i think i'm gonna have to go with um i think it would be plus wow
2: i like this movie i i didn't quite catch on the that it was grief at the beginning but i i did think it was a personification of some sort and that there was that layer and I was kind of, tr- I was in the ballpark, but not quite there, but I like that. I totally would have gotten that with a couple more viewings. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'll, I'll watch this again at some point and, and pick up on more. Why don't now? All right. And then we'll review it a second. Time. Yeah. Um, But even though it's, I don't think it was its point to be scary. I don't know if it's marketing or whatever. Based on no, I just have to. I just have to echo that it is. It was so specific to her that I'm like, I'm gonna sleep fine tonight. Um, I don't really hold that against it. It's just something I have to throw out there. Uh, But yeah, acting was good. Oh, the I. I can't believe i totally forgot to say this in our review love the sound design the oh, sound absolutely. design is this crazy insane mm-hmm. haunting combination of i i wrote it down lasery echoey and rickety a lot of different sounds even if it's something like a coffee pot or just some kind of kitchen appliance or dishes <laughs> pew, 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 pew. but no a Lots lot of, of lasers yeah, yeah but some movie. a lot of the knocks have like that kind of just kick that's yeah, yeah. almost like a laser uh also dragon zord was in here we have some godzilla screeches uh but also just echoing going for real back to sound design Uh, we have all those scary sounds there's a lot of moments where she'll pick up the book or close the book and all these this cacophony of sound just Mm. stops as she closes the book yeah maybe that's like the thoughts in her head and then she shuts it out uh and forces a silence but also there's a lot of moments where the camera will like kind of track in track in and she'll hear knocking and it'll stop tracking as she looks And when she goes back to reading or whatever, track in, track in, another knock, camera stops. I just technically, I loved a lot of moments like that. So all together, I'm going to give this movie an A minus. All right. And
0: that brings us to an A minus. yeah.
1: For the rubber duck. For the (laughs) boobadab,
2: The the boob job? The boob job. The pooper storm. An A (laughs) minus boob job. That's pretty good. The, I prefer the, an A+. Plus. Or two
1: Ds. <laughs> All right,
0: guys. Um, the kid in this movie loves magic. Do some magic for me.
2: All right. Who's got a trick? I'll go first. Go for it. All right. This is a, a card trick, but Kit. I think I forgot my deck of cards. Michael, can you check your pocket? A deck of cards. Whoa! All right. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: What you, Chris Angel? I, I
2: literally haven't touched you this entire time. It's true. I'm sick, so that that's just uh, pure magic, right there. Emotionally, you. I've touched you emotionally, but open up that deck of cards, Michael. I want you to fan it open. Pick a card. <laughs> Don't show it to me. Don't tell me what it is. All right. How, how am I supposed to pick the
0: card if I'm fanning the deck? Can like, I hand it to James to fan out for me? You, can you
2: take hold. out a card, I'll fan the card for you. No, you can fan a deck out with one. Like, you use two hands, and then mm-hmm. with one hand, hold it, and then pick. Just pick I, a card. Oh, I, I dropped several, just pick, but. Just okay. pick a card. Just pick a card. Don't okay. let me. Pick, I'm don't looking pick away. up one of the
1: ones that dropped on the ground. Okay.
2: Okay. You have your card. Memorize it. I want you to memorize show it. show it to me. Okay, James, cool. all right. Can yeah. you verify? I want you both mm-hmm. to verbally verify what the card is. Okay. okay. You're in agreement. Yes. All right. Now, I want you to put the card back in the deck. It's the three of clubs. I don't know. Just hand it. Oh, no. You dropped the cards everywhere and a gust of wind just blew them all away in your apartment. Uh, But wait. 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 Huh? Why don't you check the other pocket? (gasps) What's in your pocket? You tell me. (laughs) It's it's a card. What do you think's on the card? The Babadook? No. It's my business card. I'm um, <laughs> in between jobs right now. I have and your I was attention. Wondering if You've uh, got my email. There's a, a QR code on the front. You can scan that in. Steven, I know how to contact you already. It will go to a PDF of my I gotta resume. I that is a way to get a job. Now, <laughs> you might not be hiring, but if you know anybody who does, I left about 10 other cards, business cards in your pockets. <laughs> if you just want to pass them around. Uh, one's I really in your underwear. It. That's for you. Yeah, no, I went through your entire what wardrobe. What was my other card? I don't know. I just wanted <laughs> you to have my business card. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you have a trick?
1: Oh, God. I don't think I can beat that. Honestly, please, Steven. please, if, if if anyone's hiring, okay. Steven, I going I give you ten points. That was that was good. Uh, okay, Michael. Nothing in my hand, nothing in my hand, nothing in my hand. You see that? I, I got nothing that. in my hand. Yeah, like, I got nothing in my hand. Do you have an actual trick? Don't let it let it. Okay. Is your trick that you're just going to keep your hands empty? Okay, nothing in my hands except for this. Open that up for me. It's what an, is it? It's an envelope. Okay. Open that up. People can't see,
0: so you have to narrate.
1: Okay. Uh, he's opening it up. He's pulling out the, the letter. And what does that say? I'll, you know what? I'll just go ahead and tell you. No, it's from. No, the, I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. One,
0: one eggs, three bread.
1: Oh, sorry. No, you're, you're mixed, really bad at quantifying I'm, your food. I mixed that up. Sorry, that <laughs> was my grocery bread? list. What is slices three, three bread? bread. This is, this is, three actually, bread. Three this is actually what you're supposed to open. Okay, open that one up. All right. This
0: is another okay.
1: The grocery list. Uh, it's for a different grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> Vons doesn't always have what I need. All here right. just. But it's still just four bread on it. I've got like five more envelopes. I'm just gonna make sure I got the right Let one here. Where you buy your bread? Uh, hold on. Okay, here we go. Opening it up. It's from your doctor. You've got herpes.
2: <laughs> Ta-da! Did you just go through his mail?
1: Yeah, but you I know knew. that's a
2: federal offense. But I wanted you to know. <laughs> Well, that's kind of a nice, uplifting way to break the news, though. Hold on. It's
1: incurable.
2: <laughs> oh, that's...
0: But here's the twist. James, you now have herpes, too. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <sighs> well, thanks for the advice. At least we're
1: both going down together. But going
0: can, down. Next,
1: yeah. What does three bread mean? <laughs> three bread means three different types of bread. Oh, like yeah. three different breads. Like whole grain and oh. uh, rye and... Uh, but we then, what quantity of them do you know to get? That depends, like how much they are, they are. If they're like on sale, if it's like two for two for one, then is that two s- rye and
0: one. Is that two of the same bread for one or two bread for one? Two of the same bread for one. So how? Is it's that- a grocery store. So How's that notated? If two bread is two varieties of bread, <laughs> two varieties <laughs> of bread. <laughs> what what is
2: two of the same bread? How do you say that?
1: That's two boobadooks.
2: I'm just imagining a bakery. Like buy one French loaf, get a ciabatta two, roll for two free. Boobadook, two boobadooks of ciabatta.
1: <laughs> James, you're so dumb. I love you. I'm gonna give you seven points.
0: Uh, which means Stephen wins a Whoa. challenge for what I would actually consider his best challenge effort yet. Really? I love love that. that. I thought that was great. I thought it was
1: hilarious. I want to try (laughs) that. I want to try that. I want to do like, Uh, uh, just just walk walk into somebody's office and
2: be like, okay, I want to show you a magic trick. Who are you? How'd you get here? (laughs) Pick a card. No one can say no to a magic trick though. It's true. I I have to say I have had a couple of those pick a card tricks done on me before. Mm -hmm. And none of them them ended in you employing the person. So why would you think it would work with you? (laughs) Yeah. But like the best one, I totally wasn't expecting this. He like guessed my card, but it wasn't anything crazy. And I was like, yeah, no, that's like the four of diamonds. And he's like, but look at the back and the back of it had turned from red to blue. And I was like, what? Oh yeah. Just like red to blue. Uh, back myself into a corner uh-huh. with that segue. Just like red to blue. But you know who can get out of a corner real easily? Baby. Dukes. No one puts baby in the corner, and right? also if you probably cornered like James Bond or something. Oh yeah, we're watching James Bond next week, and we're bringing in <laughs> oh, our friend okay. Shane. <laughs> movie, just like the movie I was James. Like, are Bond. we
1: watching? Are you guys watching uh, dirty, dirty Dancing?
2: <laughs>
1: I once nobody did puts baby Duke a, in the corner. Nobody. I, once, puts I ma-
2: once did a Halloween date thing where my <laughs> date and I were like, she was baby, and I was whoever what Patrick Swayze or whatever. <coughs> Neither of us had seen the movie. Oh really?
1: <laughs> You're like, they're like, like, I
2: just like Swayze and go
1: everybody's like do the lift and you're like yeah sure okay and you just yeah.
2: grab like a bar a yeah. dumbbell and you're just like like this like <laughs> you want so, me to lift this next week we're watching Goldeneye Shea Jones is uh nice. kind of picking for me on that because I've only seen the last two Bond movies and also because
0: I have seen every Bond movie so, so there's there not a little. Bond movie that Steven could pick that, to to, that I haven't him seen. so therefore we're just gonna d-rock Steven twice with yeah. James Bond so, stay tuned for our episode with Shay Jones next week, and then uh after that, I will make my bond pick for Stephen to see
2: yeah and before we wrap this thing out, James, you want we you told us a little bit of how Ryan's doing you want to let us know what you're up to if you're doing any projects that that we should keep an eye out for. Are you making any music? Doing I, some comedy? I am making some music. Meeting some people. I do, I'm doing some... I'm shaking some babies. And, and uh,
1: well, hey, how's it going? Uh, sorry, Michael just Michael's started. massaging yeah. him. Um, I, I have started doing uh, a little bit more music in, in my free time. Uh, uh, it's on SoundCloud. Ooh, ah, yes. What should we nice. search to find it? Uh, you can search Ramshackle. That's my... Um, R-A-M-Shackle. R-A-M-S-C-H-A-C-K-L-E, I think. That's actually harder <laughs> S- to spell than I remember. Hold on. S-H. No, Shackle. Yeah, like Shackle. Just the word Shackle. Yeah. Like, I'm I in can't, Shackle's can't spell chains. Spell under pressure when I'm getting a massage. Sorry. Under
2: pressure. <laughs> massage pressure. Massage you know, pressure. Put- uh,
1: but yeah, you can check that out. Um, I'll be making more music as I'm now uh, on a new season of the Song Game where I'm making a new song every two weeks. So that's Very nice fun.
0: And careful. Because he'll give you herpes. I will let you know Be you careful.
1: Keep in mind, James McAnally has herpes. You heard it here
2: first. <laughs> and I'm going to get myself checked right after this. Right Thank after you this. for listening to From Under a Rock. Guys, Thank please you. write in to fuarock at gmail.com about what we should keep an eye out for for Goldeneye or your thoughts on the movie. Or Thank maybe you, if, you uh, need, if you have some fun memories with the game Goldeneye, because that's all I have Goldeneye-wise is the N64 game. Uh, you can also tweet us your thoughts at uh, FUA rock podcast. podcast on Twitter and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash from under a rock. You can leave your thoughts there. Let us know what you thought. And if you have any fun, cold open ideas for us to do, and if you're listening to us on iTunes, you should s- drop by, give us a rating. There really helps us out A review and a rating. And any, any, am I missing anything else? Guys? Thanks for letting me watch the,
1: the, the boober baby douche dick. with you guys, the baby, the, ba- dick. Yeah. the baby dick, the baby dick. I, I yeah. went with boober douche this time.
2: Oh, uh, and yeah, I'm at StephensRita on Twitter. I'm at Pro on Twitter.
1: I'm McDoodles. On Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. yeah no, he really is. <laughs> Actually, it? Mr. McDoodles. Uh, Mr. underscore, underscore McDoodles.
2: McDoodles. McDoodles was taken. Oh. I know. Drat. Drat. Thanks for listening to From, from Under, Under a uh, Boop, doop, 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 I'm not patriotic. I'm getting Bra- out of here. Babadook, James Be- is a Nazi. Babadook, babadook. Maybe
0: he'll come back because this is so
2: long. Babadook, ba- do do I'm giving you a ba- fortune cookie. Babadook, babadook. Nothing in do- my mhm. hands, do- Babadook. Oh, and in case you're wondering, I'm. Útonous,
1: cheerful Duke, company Baba and the merry time Duke, are ahead for you
2: good night everybody good bye good good oh baba-due, do-do, baba-due, do-do, baba-due, do-do, Otto,